Hello you legends and welcome back to the Broken Sabre podcast where this week we have a very, very special guest. One of the founding members of Three Shorns. <laughs> Hello you legends. Yes. Am I stealing your... Um, your phrase that you've built? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's all good. We it's were talking good. actually last week about whether we had a catchphrase, and the only one I can think about is, this is fucking garbage. That's yeah. the only one that we usually use. Well, normally either say it's garbage or this film is a piece of shit. That's, that's all we've really yeah, focused I, on. I mean, I've kind of listened to some of the, the previous ones from um, the Broken Sable one, and I've got to admit, your scaling system is on point it's broken it's well yeah it's broken as fuck, I just thought but... of something actually are we going to change the scaling system for this tonight or are we just going to keep it the same uh, well, we haven't thought about it no, <laughs> I'll tell, like, tell you what we'll watch the film and we'll see what happens There's a new, yeah. I reckon I feel a 3 out of 10 coming up <laughs> <laughs> um, so as always um, Broken Sabre is a three Sean's podcast production and as you can tell, we have the third Sean with us. Yeah, I'm actually fucking here. The, for the man that puts the three in three Sean's. So, Beard, how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. I, I probably need a few more beers to get through the rest of this film, from what I can remember. Yeah, so well, we've got plenty of time to drink them, so absolutely. it'll be fine. So, in the week that Endgame became the highest-grossing film of all time, mm. and Phase Four of the MCU has been unveiled. We will do the only sensible Broken Sabre thing, which is to start our recounting of the MCU with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yes. Right. The, yeah. It, it makes a lot of sense. I have to Why know. are we doing this? Why are we doing this? I think, well... It's the only one I've not two, seen. Two of us have seen it. You haven't seen I haven't it. Seen we, it. We've seen it, but the, the copy I saw was pretty bad. It wasn't mm. great, so I want to see it in a decent quality. I must admit, um, you know, I just, from my point of view, watching Endgame, it was just kind of like, oh, look, there's an OP bitch with resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's kind mm-hmm. of all I got from her. And yeah. I think they kind of realised, like, yeah, she is, like, way overpowered, so we'll use her in, like, three scenes, and that'll, mm. that'll be it. So, so yeah, be interesting for you to see. <coughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward yes, we, to we, seeing we, how this goes. Yes, we, there, there is an avalanche in the sea. What should we do about it? Well, n- nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Right, I'm going off to space. Bye. <laughs> By the way, love the haircut. Mm. Yeah. What was that about? I don't know. I know. So okay. before I think before we start recounting Captain Marvel, because obviously we'll probably be a bit angry when we get back. Phase four of the MCU. Mm. What are your thoughts? I sort of looked at it and thought mm, they should probably just stop now. Well, I did, I... nothing really jumped out at me, and I noticed they were doing like Blade again. And I was like, oh. yeah, but to be fair, it'll be interesting to see how what the modern take of Blade is because Blade was like what mid nineties with like Wesley Snipes, and it was yeah, but- it was it was a it was a typical comic book for the time where it was just cheesy as fuck. They had I remember the, the original Blade had an amazing kind of fight scene and like the whole uh, trance kind of underground thing and lots mm. of blood, and then a. Fuck, absolute fuck our fight scene mm. but then I can't really remember what else happened in that film oh, I've not seen it you've not seen the original Blade really no. really oh my god well, so, I thought you'd have seen it okay yeah. so that has to be added to the um, we'll add that to the list well, that, yeah. to, that needs to be watched before the new Blade comes out okay so I just, I just think sorry I just think if they do Blade again they're just gonna ruin it no doubt about it it's not gonna live up so to what it was be as good as that not, not a chance no, no. so Okay, I'm going to throw it out to you. What is your opinion on 4-4, Love and Thunder? 
Uh, the only thing I know about it is that Jane Foster's supposed to be back and she's supposed to be Thoresque, but I've not. Uh, all I've heard is hearsay. I've not seen any trailers, not <clears> seen anything. Just the fact that she's back in it and apparently she's going to be the new Thor. Okay. How, how does that... I'm well, taking, they, they, taking it back a step. What about that title? Love and Thunder. Hate it. It's awful. It, I mean, it's just like... You know, they they hired Taika Waititi to sort of give that kind of like comic element to it. I think made the most successful Thor film, and now they've allowed him to basically just come all over it. Yeah. I think they've doubled yeah. down on the Ragnarok kind of thing and how mm. these kind of campy kind of ones were on three versus one and two, and three was massively campy, and now it's kind of going to that kind of. I mean, yeah, d- don't get me wrong, world. Thor works camp. Mm. I mean, it does work as a camp mm. kind of movie. Oh and God, yeah. I felt, you know, Ragnarok was too many sort of, like, breaking the fourth wall a bit too much. Mm -hmm. But I liked sort of, you know, my least favourite film in the MCU is probably Thor 2. I think that's the least favourite film of... Because it took itself too seriously. So actually making Thor unserious. Because at the end of the day, it's fucking Vikings Mm -hmm. in space. You know, it isn't serious. It needs to have a pinch of salt. But have they maybe taken that a bit too far? Definitely. Yeah. Because like Thor, yeah, Ragnarok was good. It was all right, but it, the, like you say, the comedy, there's just the over-the-top like humor in like every single scene. I'm like, oh, I, but, I didn't. It didn't do it for me. But I mean, you look at Endgame, which isn't a comedy <clears throat> film, and how fucking like cheesy that was. Uh, but, but, yeah. but this is just it. How uh, the MCU has ramped up the kind of tongue-in-cheek factor from kind of like the original Iron Man all the way through, and you can kind of start seeing it because it was it was mainly Robert Downey Jr. who kind of started it. And then kind of ramped it up in Iron Man 2. And then Iron Man 3 was just literally kind of... All the time was just like comedy back and forth. Like 60% of his lines Mm. were quips. And it just carried on from there. From all of the successive films. It literally just been quips. It just seems to be the way that everything's going though, doesn't it? I can guarantee you in Phase 4, some character is going to yell yeet and then do something. Yes. (laughs) Honestly, I think you're right. Definitely, yeah. I'm surprised Captain America hasn't said it when he's throwing his shield. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you so kiss your mother with that mouth. <laughs> yeah. so well, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So what do we what do we reckon we're actually going to come away from this film thinking? I mean, I think I think it's probably going to be worse than the first time I saw it. Um, <laughs> Because it normally, okay. they normally I are. Mean, I've got to admit, we're instilling a great deal of confidence over here in the person who hasn't seen Well, this it is the thing. So, you know, when it was suggested in the WhatsApp group that we do this, the sheer misery mm. that emanated from, more from you yeah. um, just kind of made me think, oh, this is going to be entertaining. Mm. Um, I mean, I've got to see it. Yeah. So let's get it out of the way. It's like, you know, it's like um, when you've got a jab, like a measles jab. I know I have to do it because it means I've seen the whole MCU. I'm not necessarily going to enjoy it. Let's just get it out of the way and have like a lollipop it. afterwards. Yeah. Or so, a lager. So basically what you're saying is let's see this to be inoculated from the rest of the bullshit that's going to come on me in three, uh, phase four. Do you know what? Yeah. I could actually stop now after Endgame and not watch another Marvel yeah. film. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. I, I think it's going to get very old very quick after maybe like one or two films it'd be like okay. I, I wish they just stopped so I'm now going to contradict myself so three things I'm interested in I'm interested in the Eternals film mm. I know just to see more. what that's like I know nothing I really want to see a Black Widow movie but I've been asking for that since phase two a Black Widow film mm. I think that she was so good in Winter Soldier was it Winter Soldier or was it Civil War 
Both. She was in. Both. She, yeah, she was yeah. in both. Well, I can't remember the one where they go undercover. I think that's Winter, that's Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, she was really good in that, and I think she kind of deserves that solo film. And I think it would be interesting, you know, rather than doing stupid fucking um, like team ups with all the girls superheroes coming together, just actually give her a movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Guardians Three because I love Guardians One and Two. Although they didn't announce Guardians Three. It's Did happening. they not? No, they haven't. So that wasn't part of Phase 4? No. no, but it's definitely It's happening. in Phase 4, but and it it's definitely happening. Oh, interesting. The thing that struck me, actually, most from the launch of Phase 4 was the TV shows, which they're priming for the Disney-Netflix. Well, obviously not Netflix, but uh, Disney yes. streaming platform. Mm-hmm. So we've got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show, mm-hmm. or is he Captain America He now? sounds very buddy cop kind of yeah. thing. Isn't there some sort of Scarlet Witch... Program. So Scarlet well, Witch and Vision. Yeah, Wonder and Vision. Wonder Vision. And also Loki, where they've got Tom Hiddleston to come back. Is that a series? It's going to be a TV series, okay. and it's going to be set directly after he stole the Tesseract in Endgame. Oh, God. So do you remember... What? The, so it's, going remember to be, it's going to be a Loki quantum leap, isn't so it? So this is... Well, no, this <laughs> is how they... Because obviously Loki... Spoilers. As usual, spoilers. Broken Saber. Spoilers. We usually mention that after we've spoiled about ten things. Um, in Infinity War he obviously dies so the way they're getting around that is that in Endgame you know when they're having the fight in the lobby of the Stark building yes. he grabs the Tesseract and, and disappears then, yeah, yeah. the TV show is going to take off from there I hate it do or you? Really? I think I that's like quite it. a good way of doing it I, I, uh, the problem is, is it's going to be just him doing yeah. something with none of the main cast doing absolutely oh nothing. no fuck off um, they'll get oh four in for uh, I just, do you know what I just think they're going to ruin it I think they're going to ruin a lot with these new series and films personally I think it's going to be shit I think the problem is you know at the end of the day we've spent 10 years and 25 films something like that building something up like that. to this one movie mm-hmm. in Endgame how do you then pick up that momentum you can't it's not possible no that's why they need to stop but they won't because it's fucking Disney do you know what it feels like to me is you know when you actually watch the first film and it does alright but the second film isn't going to make as much money so they put it straight to DVD yes that's what it feels like that this is going to yes. be yes that is absolutely yeah. nailed it on the head I think I mean yeah. like I say I, I'm looking forward to the Black Widow movie I'm looking forward to Guardians 3 and I'll watch Eternals with an open mind mm-hmm. Fantastic Four's also coming to the MCU. They've announced that. They've not announced a release date for it, but mm-hmm. they have said they're bringing the Fantastic Four to the MCU. And then obviously the new round of X Men will be coming in Phase Five. I do like X Men, to be fair. So it'd be interesting to see what they do with that. With the Fantastic Four now, um, oh, I can't remember which Chris it is. Captain America is now not playing Captain America. Do you think he'll come and come play back the, as the Human Torch? Come back and yeah. play the Human Torch again. Oh, that was <laughs> flame on! <laughs> Yeet! Oh. <laughs> Get yeeted, fool! Oh, oh, yeah, can you imagine the Rock guy giving the big yeet? What's his name? The thing. The thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's how they'll market it for millennials. He won't be the thing. He'll be the yeet. The yeet. <laughs> Dab. <laughs> No, the Hulk dabs. Uh, 
The Yeet yeah. streamer. <laughs> the Yeet drinks loads of fucking Mountain Dew and eats Doritos. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what's going to happen in 4-4. It's going to be, he'll go from playing Fortnite to actually become just a, tr- a Twitch streamer. Yeah. yeah. So that's why Jade's taken over as Thor, because he's now just a streamer, he's, by he's the way. He's now just a streamer. What's up, guys? <laughs> Thor here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Jumping yeah. back into a little more Fortnite. It's yeah. season 18. <laughs> um, I'm thinking maybe the Silver Surfer could be the Yeet Surfer. I mean, he's the most yeety guy of all. Mm-hmm. He looks a bit yeet. He looks like a rejected skin from Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> mm. He's been rejected. He'll be he'll be there yeah. one day. Um, right. Well, this is the longest intro we've ever done. Yep. Um, so we probably are... should stop saying yeet. But there we go. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> right. Uh, and on that, um, yeah, let's uh, go and watch the movie. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back. Yes, we are. Yeah, so that was two hours of a film. That was something, wasn't it? Mm. That was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm. Mm. I, I, it was all right. It was all right. So, right, going into it first time, I thought the start was pretty awful. In Like, I get that they explain it, but even in movies where you don't really know what's going on at the start, there's enough sort of to grip you and enough enough information just to keep you going. Mm. That wasn't there for me. <clears throat> I was just confused. Right. And particularly when the flashback came and I looked at you when she was like a pilot, I was like, what? what? Is this real? I mean, it did make perfect sense in the end. Mm. No, I'm still not 100%. I wasn't 100% sure if she was human. I had to confirm that with you. But... Mm. Yeah. I thought it was good. I think I, the way that they, like they, they obviously did, they did the first flashback and it was like very jumbled and sort of messy. Whereas the other ones after that were quite simple to get your head round. Yes. Whereas I think if they had just done that the whole way through, it would have been fine. But there was way too much going on in that first sort of flashback scene, wasn't there? True. Yeah, all over I mean, the place. I mean, a lot of these. I mean, the one thing that I'll keep saying about this film is it's got a lot of tropes and a lot of kind of stereotypes in it. Mm. I mean. Straight off the bat, it did one of the most common ones, which was like the in medias res or in the middle of, and he just basically dropped you into something and you've yeah. got no clue what's going on. And you've just got this almost Matrix kind of style fight scene where it's control your anger, you won't be able to do anything when you do this. If you do that again, I'm, you're a naughty girl and I'm going to send you to the holodeck to go and yeah. meet someone who you haven't recognised to tell you that you shouldn't do that. And she's like, okay, cool. Mm. I don't. She's just as confused as we were of yeah. meeting this person yeah. who she had no idea of. She's like, so we, you're we, supposed to be the person I respect the most, but I have no idea who yeah. you are. So, mm. in that respect, I can kind of get it where it's kind of, we're just as confused as the character that's yeah. involved in it. I just, but it doesn't help you connect with what the fuck's going on. No. I just don't feel it was engaging enough. I think no. I could have convert, com, I could have coped with the confusion if it was engaging, and it mm. just didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, going back right to the start, I quite liked the tribute to Stanley. Yes, I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, and the, the, when they did the Marvel credits roll, and it was all his faces, and then he actually had a black screen saying "Thank you, Stan." I mean, I thought that was quite touching. I mean, to be fair, he's like the creator of a lot of this shit so for him to be paid yeah, like that they had to do something point. like that yeah it? of course yeah yeah um, 
I thought that was good. I've then written, what's going on? Stop. Yes, question. Um, There's just lots of question marks on my notes. Yeah, I, I do also like, they, they then jump to kill units. What do they do? Yeah, so scroll kill... I think they might kill. <laughs> yeah. So, so scroll kill units, so just soldiers, yeah? I assume so. Well, no, it's a group of Overwatch characters brought together. Yeah. Widowmaker and fucking... Genji. It, it was, Genji. yeah. Genji you, had, you, had, you had Sombra at one point, just yeah. kind of like, you know, disguising themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... It, it, do you know what? This whole movie, for me, just kind of felt like a lot of movies, like The Matrix, yep. Independence mm. Day... So mm-hmm. Captain America Civil War all got together and had a massive gangbang mm. mm-hmm. and then that came out of it. Yeah. And this is what I was saying about this there's so many kind of tropes that get used throughout this entire thing and it just at some stage it's kind of cringy, but then you I'm not too sure if that's what they were trying to go for or it was the fact that because it was supposed to be set in the 90s and this is where a lot of the 90s things happen mm. with all this kind of stuff. But they stuff. kind of beat you over the head with the whole 90s oh, thing, didn't they? Like the Jesus. whole, like, she lands in Blockbuster yeah. and, like, all, all the 90s sort of music coming in. Like, what, what did we count? Like, seven or eight different songs oh, and oh. within, like, 30 minutes or something? Oh, it was banging. I mean, that's the one thing. The music was great, but I can just imagine so many people like in the cinema having to explain to their kids what was going mm, on yeah. like what's Blockbuster well that's where you used to rent DVDs what's, what's a yeah. DVD oh, no 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 DVD, DVDs weren't a thing though at that stage it was still oh, it was about VHS, VHS yeah. and Betamax <laughs> <laughs> you know um, it did make me kind of realise how old I was though I have to admit um, it, kind, it was kind of like it kind of felt like how do we how do we make this like Guardians of the Galaxy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely. In a very definitely. heavy-handed way. Yeah. It wasn't subtle, was it? It was just sort of like thrown straight at you. No. Like, oh. um, but this is what I was saying. Guardians of the Galaxy had a very kind of similar kind of weird, cold open, no idea what's going on. You've just got this idiot dancing in the middle of the thing, mm. you know, picking up a space rat, singing into it, and then mm. going apparently to get this ball, which so have to be Infinity Zone but that doesn't matter but you had this connection because you had this like humour and a bit of jest behind it this was just stone faced all the way and yeah. she's got no personality Not, no don't. charisma or like no. no yeah it's like you said um, before like she kind of She's she's trying to make herself likable, but yeah. it's not really working. Yeah. It's like she's not really nailing it. It's like I know I'm skipping right to the end of the <clears> film, <throat> but it's like the bit when the kids changing her, the colours of yeah. her of outfit, yeah. and she's like looking and sort of smiling, but it's like that's so. Oh, such a you know, yeah. it's yeah. like the look I make when I'm like trying to say I like okay, so today I was painting the wall, and my kid came in and wanted to do it, so she's smearing paint on the wall, and I'm like. Oh, that's brilliant, darling. Looking like, oh god, that needs spreading out. That's not. Yeah. Do you know, I just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to redo that. Yes, <laughs> but that's not what they were going for. No, they weren't going for her humouring the child. They were going for her being fun on Carol. Yeah, and she's yeah, she, she's she's too sort of deadpan to pull that off, isn't yeah. she? she? Yeah, she she hasn't got that sort of like cool auntie vibe about her. Really, she's no. just, she's not likable. In any way, shape, or form. No, there, 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 are, there are some kind of moments like every time they kind of have this kind of back and forth with him and Nicholas. Nicholas. 
or Fury. There's some some kind of really great conversations and then mm. like trading barbs. And that was the most natural thing when she was kind of trading it with Fury. Mm. But when she was having conversations with her, like her best mate that like she hadn't seen for six years, yeah, okay, granted, she doesn't know her and, you know, she's trying to regain her, regain her memories and the mate's pissed because apparently she thought she was dead and she's pissed now yeah. because she's alive and can boil tea fantastically. Um, yes, <laughs> you know, I... Let's be fair, I get, no, I get no, angry every time you turn up alive, so... Well, yeah, this is true, but I never make you tea, so... True. But... <laughs> I, uh, I do have a cup of tea now, you <laughs> But, yeah... Space tea. The, the, make do with this lager, lad. Yeah, no. the, there's just no humanity there. Mm. No, there's no humanity, but what there is, and I know you want to talk about this, is there's a massive space mohawk. Oh. Yeah, what was that? I don't get the... Like like you said, none of the others had that. They were just sort of... It well, that's just, just so she stood out. In well, the, yeah, but... I'm, I'm guessing this might be a comic... I mean, <clears> let, let's be honest, I'll lay it on the table. I've not read any of the comics. I'm just going based off of this. But I was kind of looking at it and going, huh, so she's in space and she's got a vent for her hair <laughs> to have a mohawk. <laughs> I love how... That's Beard's biggest problem, is it? Is the fact that it's not an airtight seal yeah, around the head anymore. No, seriously, her spacesuit's compromised. I mean, I can understand it if she was alien. There's bacteria getting in here, damn it. I can understand it if she is actually alien or she had full control of her powers, but at the beginning of the film, mm. it was just a space vent for her hair yeah. to make her a mohawk. This is why... Glowy hair. This is why it's so good you're not here all the time because he would walk out if we got into a proper nerd argument about... Whether the air tightness of such and such worked out, yeah. I just I just don't get it. Oh, and apparently, um, like going back on that, the um, uh, the communications that they were having back and forth seemed to work fine until there was fog, <laughs> and then fog disrupted all communications. Space mm. fog, space fog. Yeah, no, this is true. It could have been filled with a s- space. I don't space. know. Space. Space. <laughs> space. <laughs> wow, we're like eight podcasts in and this is the first time we mentioned Space Aids and you've been on the air for I'm exactly sure. 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm sure we must have mentioned that before. <laughs> Haven't we? Space Surely. Aids. Yeah, we must have done. Not Space Aids, regular old yeah, Earth regular Aids. Regular Aids, yeah. <laughs> um, so. so I've just written here random fight scene, which is I think that was on the ship. Because you were like, you know, they did that whole turn her upside down. I assume because they're short to make it easier to get to the brain. Well, no, because they're like full-size people. But yeah, this, mm. this, this is just it. it they, they strapped her in a thing for like have these memory probes in her head. But she was upside down and I'm like, memories don't work they, that way. They don't come out easier if you're on your head. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, they just got her by the ankles and they're just shaking her up and down. And then someone's like going, a bully at school. <laughs> and then someone's going, no, you've got to tap at the neck. That's the way to do it. I'll like catch up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they stole her boots as well. Maybe they're just into feet. Yeah, because there was that whole part where she's like, hang on a minute. And then she runs and gets her boots. And it's like, was that really necessary for her to sort of escape the action and put her boots on? And I, I mean, what I'm was not, that about? I mean, I'm not going to make the obvious kind of comment there. But it also, Please do. But it also did piss me off that she didn't have boots and she was in space and had no boots onto her feet should have frozen fallen off. But. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the fact she wasn't wearing socks. Oh no, I, I, I was going to make some more kind of derogatory comment there, but let's not go in that direction. <laughs> Please do. No, 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 not at all. I think we can all get what I'm inferring here. Um, 
<laughs> oh lord, we'll, we'll do it off mic. Um, I mean, FMBs. I, t- I tell you what, though, I really want that sniper rifle because when they were on the planet and shooting people, that sniper rifle kind of directed the bullet into about four or five different. Yeah, people. what the hell was that? It, it, it sort of like exploded off into like ten different things, didn't it? Yeah, it was kind of like the. Um, that solved a couple. Did of it or did it go through each one? It was kind of like Yondu's. It was kind of like Yondu's yeah, like arrow pencil pencil where it just arrow. I think it kind of solved the JFK magic bullet conspiracy <laughs> theory. Confirmed. I was going to make a comment saying it was more like Rogue One's kind of laser. It's split into several other lasers for no apparent reason. We haven't done Rogue One yet. Spoilers. Oh, Wait, wasn't that wasn't that, that Force was, Awakens? Yeah, that was Force Awakens. No spoilers. That was Force oh, Awakens. Force Awakens. Oh, yeah, that's a. That, yeah, that's a good point. I don't think I've seen Rogue One, but there you go. Uh, yes, you've seen. Yeah, you have. Have I? You haven't seen Solo. Uh, oh, fucking hell! <laughs> anyway. This is why we don't get him on more often. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we get that flash. Uh, we're sort of going a bit back and forth here, but there's during the flashback scene, somebody mm. quite clearly says over it, "Am I the only one that's confused?" No, you weren't the no. only one that was confused because yeah. I was confused as fuck at that point. That was but definitely like a, a line for the audience. It was, yeah. but not in an enjoyable way. Like I said, I don't mind not going knowing what's going on, but you have to give me a little... Yeah, a, a least, at least spoon-feed me some kind of tidbits that kind of would make sense. And they mm. kind of did, but it was one of those where you would expect those kind of like things to like have like mini payoffs, and there was no mini pay- payoffs until like two-thirds of the way, and then you went... Right now it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But the fact that you had to be subjected to that point yeah. like an hour plus into the film with you just sat there with your thumb up your arse trying to understand what the I, fuck's I going on. I find this with quite a few movies now. It's like, it, it doesn't, none of them really start to happen or start to get good until like, like, I think you were saying before, like the final third. Yeah. It's like sort of a load of nonsense and then all the exciting stuff and all the stuff that actually needs to make sense just sort of happens at the end. You're like, ah! Yeah. But it seems to happen a lot now with mm. films. But yeah, I, but I, this, I don't know why. Yeah, but this to me is probably one of the only films that I've seen in recent memory which has confused me up to the point where the payoff... If the payoff wasn't as good as it was, I would have just walked out of the film. Mm-hmm. If, if it, if, put it this way, if the... If the farmhouse scene happened 10, 15 minutes later, I would have completely checked out. Yeah, I think maybe it could have done with, you know, sort of that middle section of the film just being trimmed down quite aggressively. Yeah. Um, to get to those sort of payoffs a little bit sooner. It's just, it's just some of the stereotypes in it that bugged me. So, like, when she first comes out of the blockbuster and talks to that security guy, it's just the, like... You know, where do you get communications? Radio shack. But, <laughs> yeah, but it's just that kind of like stereotypical alien on Earth, mm. not and saying the right thing. Yeah, cliche. And she somehow and wearing, sort of like wearing an alien uniform. Yeah, but she somehow place. like wandered into Radio Shack, bought some like general, or not bought, but grabbed some general hardware that's probably like ten dollars worth, mm. put it together, and managed to contact like a, a race that's not even on the same planet. You're like, amazing, how the fuck? It's amazing yeah. she didn't get ET. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck. I, mean, I love the fact that she made used the Game Boy, and when she turned her device on, it made the bang. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about E.T., I mean, E.T. was even in Star Wars. He was. Did you know that? E.T. I paused The Phantom Menace. There's a bit in the Imperial Senate. And if you look, there's a pod full of E.T. aliens. Uh, E-fucking-T. It was like, George Lucas put it in as like a high five for Uh, Spielberg. Which one was that? Phantom Menace. Phantom Phantom Menace. Menace. That was number one, weren't it? Yeah, episode one. 
But we, we, we won't go into that now. But no. E.T. was in that. Anyway. We're literally doing everything we can to put off Attack of the Clones at mm. the moment. Um, so, yeah, stereotypical shit. Um, so, the next thing I've written is unsettling de-aging. Oh, yeah, with Jack Colson. No, it was Samuel L. Jackson as well. Do you know yeah. what? The Samuel L. Jackson one... Yeah. At the start, I found it quite offensive yeah. to the eyes, but as it, it got went better. on, I just got used to it, and I thought, yeah, this is a young a young fury, and it didn't really bother me in the end. Every now and again, you'd get that, like, odd moment yeah, where like, just... Uncanny Valley, kind of. Yeah, there, just, was, yeah. there was one Bit part where I think, I think he smiled yeah. quite sort of like, you know. Yeah. And I was like, gummy. It didn't, it didn't really work, but... I know, but then you've got, Coles, uh, you've got um, Fury, whose thing was all right, but then you had Coulson's, who just looked god awful mm. and he looked as though he wasn't allowed to move so they could superimpose or do whatever to de-age it but he just stood there with his shoulders with yeah. his chest out and his shoulders up like he was like lifting like Ooh. two two really heavy shopping bags <laughs> kind of yeah kind they, of they like, just found of... some guy on fucking steroids and put his head on it really didn't yeah. they I mean he was like he was fucking jacked. Yeah. Then, he was jacked. And then when it was the whole archive scene and he, the stairwell bit, he de-aged even further, like a further... <laughs> he actually was younger, didn't yeah. he? Like, what the fuck? Um, the bit that made me laugh was just, you know when you get that pointless exposition shots in movies? Mm-hmm. where Well, no, it's not pointless. It's exposition, but it makes no sense. And in that, it was when they were just like doing some shit and it cut to the car and Colson just went, the train's heading in a tunnel. And it cut away again. It's like, right, okay. Cheers, Mick. He wasn't wasn't even moving, was he? His whole body was completely (laughs) still. It's meant to be like this really intense fucking car chase. He's like completely still. That car's just gone into a tunnel. Literally literally the only movement in that scene was the four facial muscles. (laughs) Literally nothing else. Yeah, that was fucked up. Um, At this point, you actually made the comment that the film was better as a cam copy. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, though, I think at the time, at that certain point of the movie, yes. Yeah. But I think as it went on, so certainly the last sort of 30, 40 minutes, I thought it looked fucking great. Yeah. Like the special effects, oh. the, the fighting and, and everything looked amazing towards the end. Well, over in here, and I actually really like the shape-shifting villain. Yeah. Something really new for the MCU and mm-hmm. just... Kind of like, um, what's his name, Agent, Agent Smith, I suppose, sort of going in and out of... Yeah. Well, no... Well, no, he just took over. He just took over, didn't he? Yeah. I'm about to be told I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, it was more not so much the kind of shape-shifting villain, but Loki kind of did like the whole disguise kind of stuff. All right, uh, but, I suppose. But with Loki... But not... not okay, to you are right hmm. in the sense that he did that, but they never played this you-don't-know-who-you're-talking-to no. thing. No. Mm. And you have no idea if the person you're with is who they are. No. And they pulled it off even though like through the film I knew that was a possibility they did it like two or three times and every time it got me yeah like mm. a complete fake out the only other thing I can think of that did that something similar to that was one of the last Harry Potter movies where they're all questioning each other they got their wands to each other's throats and they're like what did I ask you two years ago to yes. prove that they were like who uh, they said they were oh yes yes and yes. like yeah I suppose that was the only other thing really I can think of that's done that yeah that sort of I, I thought Idea. that was great. Mm. Um, the other, okay, the, the next thing that kind of bothered me was when um, Nick Fury pulled out his badge and was like, "Official Shield activity." Yeah. Now I thought the Shield was <laughs> a complete secretive yeah. group. Yeah, I mean, particularly in the nineties as well. I mean, the only time they kind of came out was well when they had helicarriers. 
Yeah, when they had helicarriers and the whole Battle of New York kind of thing, it was it was not so much a you know a known. It wasn't like FBI put your hands right, up. Yeah. So at that point, what exactly did Sh- was Shield meant to do? Because when she first arrived, and he was like, "Oh, there's no such thing as aliens and all that sort of stuff." So were were they more of just like a sort of FBI? Clone well, they did, did they actually know about aliens and uh, all this other stuff? Well, they knew well, about the test. So this, okay, yeah. so this is one of the things that. You know what I mean, because he quite clearly makes the fact that oh, there's no such thing as. So if we there. think chronologically, what's happened so far is Captain America. Yes. And mm. Hydra will have infiltrated Shield by this point. Well, Hydra infiltrated Shield from the very beginning in like 1945 kind yeah. of times. So, so Shield, but they didn't know until they came out in. I don't know. Did Shield? Sh- yeah, Shield this was is just formed. Well, this is just it because it was originally the SSR's strategic, strategic something um, scientific reserve, which then formed into Shield. But they had the Tesseract and had all of the bits and pieces. That's when they knew it for Captain America and the whole kind of whatever energy. But then I thought the Tesseract went down with. I Captain thought the America. Tesseract was on the plane yeah. with Captain America, and it was recovered at the with same him. time as yeah. him, or maybe a bit. It was discovered a bit before, and then they discovered him. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure there's probably some kind of um, other canon stuff out there, like comics and, and bits and pieces, to understand this, but. You know, from seeing the the kind of the the sideshows of Agents of Shield and like all the movies and if, stuff, is if, it, if, is this something to do with? I actually don't know, but in Endgame, at the end, when Captain America goes back and he takes all the the stones with him and he puts them back wherever, is this tied into that where he doesn't go and put it back? Like at the ship, he goes and puts it somewhere else, or something. It was like supposed that? to be taken. It was supposed to be put back at the point it was taken, and the point it was taken. Ah. Was after the Battle of New York, so 2012. Yeah, so it doesn't even work that so way, does it? I don't. I tell you what, if somebody who knows these films a bit better than us actually listens to this, could you leave a comment and explain yeah. the history of the Tesseract from 1945 to 19? I'll be completely honest. I would not have even thought about that had you not brought it up when we were watching it. Yeah, it wouldn't have even crossed my mind. Well, I'll be honest here. It's going to make me. I'm going to rewatch the last. Actually, no, it's not the end of. Um, it's not the end of uh, Captain America. It'd be the start of um, Avengers Assemble. No, so they've got the they've got the Tesseract at the start of Avengers Assemble. Yeah, which is 2012. Mm. And they oh well, the film came out in 2012. I don't know what they no the, the battle took place in 2012. Right, yeah. I just yeah. What so that so that when we watch it, the timeline's still the same apart from the, the whole five years. Oh no, the, yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, no, that's separate. Um, I, I do not. This requires a Google at some point, right? History. I'm going to look it up. I'll, next week, when we get together to record whatever, we'll have a history of the Tesseract in yeah. some way. Um, so, your official ship. I've also put <laughs> stereotypical. We had a stereotypical dick motorcyclist. Yep. Having a go. We also then had a give me your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle <laughs> moment where she fucked off with it. Yep. So more. Stereotypes. We then had an alien autopsy, which we can't possibly have without a big cock joke. Yep, space cock. Mm. Yeah, yep. Like this guy's hung like a what was it, the cat? What was the cat? A flurkin. Was Flirt, it flurkin? Okay, yeah. this guy's hung like a flurkin. Yeah. yeah. It did this. It, yeah, it did kind of remind me of this film of like something that's it, like something that could have come out in the nineties, but sort of like ended up being made now. 
Do you like, reckon they were just, just because of the tropes and like the, the stereotypes yeah. and all the old sort of shit you used to see in the older films, and it's like it could quite easily have been made then. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Don't know if that's a good thing or not. I don't think it is. We had so I've then written sellotape fingerprint. I mean, no. Uh, yeah, the kind of spy yeah. adjective. Yeah, 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 Let, yeah. Let's get a roll of sellotape. He's touched. Also, he's touched my ID so I can get. What Turn was the two. one that we saw that had that in, you said? Well, Batman I think, was I think it was Batman vs. Yeah. Superman, isn't yeah. that? But at least they had physically cut his finger off to get yeah. his print. I mean, so, but the although, thing is, to be fair, when we talk about tropes, the, the place where I thought I saw that was kind of Demolition Man, but that was with an, an eyeball, not a fingerprint. But still need still, to watch that. Have you, you not seen that? No, that's, not definitely, that's definitely something to, uh, mm. to watch. And um, is it in fair? No, not the first uh, Dan Brown book with um, the one before the Minch Code, they do that. With an eyeball. Oh, do they? Right, yeah. Um, No, okay, I might be being retarded. Would that not work because the fingerprint would be a mirror image? I don't. Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Literally (laughs) crickets. (laughs) Literal crickets from outside. Uh, Would it not. I I suppose you just turn it round. I don't know. I don't know. That is a good point. That is a very good point. I, gen- I generally don't think that would work on many levels, but that's what stood out. To- Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so, alright. Well, no, because, yeah, because they're taking it. Matt's they're trying taking to a do print it. like that, but then. Hang on, let me get But it's not like that, is it? Because it's on that. So they're doing that, yeah. and then they're taking that and they're going. They're turning it, and. Th- yeah. Hmm. I think you're right. I just don't know. I don't know. No, I think you're right. I don't know how that... I don't think that should work. Fetch me my sellotape. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, we've then got... I mean, I've written what the fuck cat. And at one point yeah. I said, this cat's going to this cat's gonna be important, isn't it? And I got ignored at that point, which absolutely confirmed that <laughs> it's going to be important. I mean, yeah, but we could have said, no, no, that little bastard's not going to do shit. Mm. So talking about the cat... Uh, yeah. What did you think of the whole um, Nick Fury kind of nearly losing his eye about three times, but not, and then it actually happening oh, after yeah. the film was over? See, this is another because it really irritates. This me. is another thing that the film's really good at is doing kind of fake outs and yes. swaps and all the bits and pieces. Like when they did the whole um, um, scene and Coulson turned out to be uh, one of the scrolls mm. and did the car crash and he injured his head. You kind of thought, oh shit, this is where he loses his eye. And then, like, I see later, he's just got an ice pack over it. Think, oh god, he's lost his eye. And then took it when he went, oh, yeah, oh, okay, he's still got his eye. It, it did. It and happened then, about three times. And then you just got this whole kind of build up. And then it got to the stage where it's like, well, something's going to happen here, mm. and he, he he gets scratched. Well, yeah. this is so. I yeah. it was getting to the end of the film, and I like the cat was on his lap, and I turned to you. I'm like, it suddenly dawned on me <laughs> what was going to happen. Mm. And I went, you're fucking kidding. Yeah. And I got nothing again. And then looked back as it happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, no, <laughs> you're kidding me. I mean, all right. Thank you, Disney. Once again, you've subverted my expectations. Mm. Good on you. Yeah, you're well, get, you're well getting done. very good at yeah, it. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. You played us. <laughs> yeah, you're getting good at making us expect the unexpected. But also, if you're going to do that, make it good. Yeah. Please? Yeah, Don't exactly. make it a meme. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> um, so, at this point, I've written special effects. Good. I, I really thought yes. it, it looked really fucking good. Yeah. I did. I thought, yeah, the fighting scenes were good. And, like, every time, like, a ship or something took off and you got that, like, 
coming yeah, out the back. It just looked fucking amazing. Yeah. Like. Considering and the budget that would have been spent on de-aging Samuel L. Jackson and Coulson, mm. the mm. fact they had any money left over to spend <laughs> on some really quite sick space scenes mm. were... And, and this is just it. They're, they're probably some of the best kind of... Uh, special effects in any of the Marvel films, even the ones that have come after it. I mean, the, I mean yeah. there's arguments to be said that they're better kind of space kind of scenes than, you know, Guardians, Thor, I and even yeah. Infinity War. I thought the space stuff was All amazing. Films that came really before it. All films that came before <laughs> it, but then I'm thinking about Infinity War and, and Endgame as well. Endgame, and, yeah. and, and looking at those. Hmm. Um, I think it could have done with like 20 minutes more of just space stuff. Just spaceships and just like all that sort mm. of cosmic Marvel shit. Very Guardians mm. from that yeah. point, particularly with like the hexagonal um, jump points, which obviously is supposed to be the same. It's the same tech. Yeah. But it had that familiarity running through it, which I think is, you know, it's one of the mainstays of the MCU, isn't it? Mm. The well, fact the that they are connected yeah. and there yeah. is that thought going into it. I mean, that, that's the one thing that they do very, very well is the continuity between all of their kind of franchises. Yeah. Mm. Um, so at this point we got the twist that yes. Jude Law is in fact evil. The farmhouse, you mean? The farmhouse scene. Well, yeah, and just the you know the the retelling of the her getting shot. Yeah, I thought that twist was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I did I really not see it. it coming. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the only thing now I look back and at one point I said to you the Cree isn't that Ronan. And I said to you, I was like, oh, aren't, I thought, are they yes. not evil then? And obviously you guys knew the twist, so thank you for maintaining it for me and just sort of giving me a, oh, well, maybe kind of answer. Yeah. But, but, but what I love about thought... it is that it wasn't a twist out of nowhere. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, if you know the MCU, like for even me, I've watched them. So there was something about it. I was like, oh, something's not quite right here. I thought these guys would be bad, but okay. Yeah. And then when that happened, and although it, it wasn't enough for me to see it coming a mile off, but when it did happen, I was like, oh, it makes sense. Well, yeah. this is just it. Cause, I mean, they, the, the film started on, like, the Kree homeworld, and you're following Kree. And the film's about Captain Marvel, who you are following as the main protagonist. So you think mm. if they're a protagonist, they're not going to be evil. Exactly. So yeah. therefore, you know, and, Ronan might have been an exception. Because no mm. one's evil from their own perspective. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So it, it kind of happened. But then it, it kind of got confusing, because everyone, or most people, were blue. And yeah. like she wasn't, and Jude Law wasn't. Or yeah, I didn't get why Jude Law wasn't blue. I mean, there was, but yeah. they bled blue. They bled blue, mm. but they weren't all blue coloured skinned. Something so else to know. Google. Yeah, that's the thing. I think there's a, there's a few sort of like little answer things. They're not they're not really that important, but it's like well, you know, just yeah. just answer it. Just yeah. tell us why. You know, um, the next thing is like the alien hates cats cliche. Yes, they're kind of like big bad alien, but. It's scared of it. It's a bit. It reminded me of the Tribble. And, That's not and a cat. Klingons. That's Do you know what? Kid. I actually enjoyed. I, I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> that bit. I actually it's did quite like What's, What's a, a cat? Yeah. <laughs> What's a cat? Yeah. And then it turned out to be a flurkin. Yeah. I know, but then leading up to that, you had some of the most kind of awful. Um, CG with a fucking floating cat. Oh god, there was the bit when it was like pinned to that seat, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just sort of like splayed all over the place. Like, what the fuck is that? But to be fair, you kind of like, you know, it's going to have humour, it's a Marvel film. But mm. that wasn't inappropriate humour to me. You sort of like, rather than the main character suddenly mm. cracking a joke, you've got a fucking cat with you. 
So that is going to be your point of fun. So yeah, let's make it like Garfield style fucking fly yeah. into the things. I know, but at the same stage, you get the normal kind of quips which you get between people, but you don't go off into space pulling fucking 11G, turn around, see a cat, <laughs> yeah. against the crater and we've got a stowaway! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I suppose it's like maybe a, cu- a couple of over-the-top bits, but I thought, like, throughout, I, I thought the humour was at a reasonable level yeah, compared, to, it, it, compared to some Marvel films where I've actually just cringed the whole well, way we didn't through. have a dabbing Hulk in yeah, this one this so really yeah. wasn't that bad I didn't think no um, you don't get this oh yeah like the cat then turned into something out of Men in Black yeah, yeah. what was that it was, was that, like, do you know what it reminded me of thing. do you know um, The Force Awakens I was going to say Force Awakens like, yeah fucking on Han Solo's or whatever it was the ship yeah well yes it was just like it is that shitty fucking CGI scene that uh-huh. probably shouldn't have been in there that they just thought, yeah, but let's this just is, throw that in. But this is just it. This is where they actually start <laughs> taking the tropes and ripping off themselves, where the second time he did that against, like, a, they got cornered in a corridor somewhere with lots of Kree, and then the Flurkin did the whole kind of, oh, I'm going to get a whole tentacle and grab them and bash them yeah. around the place. As soon as I saw that, I went, that's Guardians. That's Groot doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. When, he's, when he sent the branches out and he's like bashing them against, against the wall. The wall. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's, you've literally just ripped yourself off. Exactly. Yeah. I must admit, the Force Awakens analogy is the one that jumped into my head straight away. Yeah, but straight bigger away. for me was Men in Black. Like the yeah. bit in the first film where like Will Smith's helping that thing give birth. And then oh, the God. tentacles grab him and start throwing yeah, him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Congratulations, it's a squid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't diss that film, that was awesome. Um, we then had like the Overwatch fight, and that's the only way I can describe it, because we had Widow, Hanzo, Genji, Genji, Genji. a White Walker. Um, <laughs> what was that to? <laughs> Just a blue guy with a massive white beard. It's like, fucking come on. Doomfist. Doomfist, yeah, Doomfist. Yeah. Uh, I just wished that the cat was going to end up in a massive wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> Join the fight. <laughs> Start throwing mines everywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So that, but you know what? It was. It was it. It was what it was. But this yeah. is just it. This is where the fight scene kicked in, and this is where I think it actually kicked it into a different gear. I mean, again, you can make kind of uh, parallels to the whole kind of powering up and as soon as she kind of went full kind of glowiness, I mean, the first thing that came to her mind was, and literally going Dragon Ball there. Yeah, full-blown like Super Saiyan. But to be fair, it kind of proves that you can do a proper decent Super Saiyan Dragon Ball film because the effects in that were fucking amazing. You can actually do a real live-action Dragon Ball film that isn't complete shit. Yes, exactly. Like that piece of crap that came out numerous years ago. Evolution, don't you? Um, But no, I I enjoyed all that sort of stuff. All all of her sort of powers and, and whatnot. I yeah, it's cool. Definitely. Oh. Sorry, a fly just flew past my ear. So <laughs> <laughs> many fucking insects in this place. Um, unfortunately, he does the editing, so that's probably going to get cut out. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> Fuck it. If the moth lands on me, the fucking laptop's out. <laughs> um, so we then got the sort of the end, which yeah, it was a very exciting finale. We sort of, you know, she defeated Jude Law and sent him off, so he'll be back for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was the bit when he's like, "You need to defeat me without using any of your powers." She's yeah. just like, "Nah, fuck that, mate." In Daniel <laughs> Jones style, yeah. yeah, just fucking destroys his ass. Um, 
We then got the giving of the pager, which ties it into the end of Infinity War. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then she sets off and, you know, kind of, you know, then ties into Endgame. The fact she's fucked off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm now going to come to my biggest problem with this movie. And it's not a problem with this movie. It's a problem with pre- prequels in general. So there was a bit where they were in a sh- in the ship after the like that guy got shot in the back, and they were flying away, and Widowmaker was chasing them in the fighter. Mm. Yes, I was like, no harm will come to them because Nick Fury is on that plane mm. because he survives. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 I didn't even think about yeah. it like that. But when so there was like no. There was when, definitely one hell of a plot plot armor there. Well, the thing is, that's it. There was no um, kind of risk to anybody when he was around in those situations I mean yeah. when he's on the ground and there's people you're like oh yeah other people can get killed but he won't Yeah. and mm. when he's in a spaceship you're like well that ship cannot be destroyed yeah actually that's a very good point Didn't the same thing happened that. with Ronan at the end when Ronan turned up yeah, she destroyed knew, all the ships knew. I'm yeah. like well he has to survive that yeah. was I must admit when you just mentioned that I was, I was thinking there was another point in the film that, that happened I couldn't think what it was that was exactly it. When he's stood on the ship and he's looking out, you know nothing's going to happen. Why didn't yeah. she destroy him? Made no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Don't I'm get me wrong. Like, I'm just going to stand here and glow. I love <laughs> that they brought him in and that they're tying that into Guardians. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. Mm. And it also gave so much more depth to the movie because I'm not that big on like the space bit of Marvel. So I mm. wouldn't... Although I sort of made the connection that he was the same race... The fact that he was in it like really reinforced mm. that for me. So I'm not yeah. dissing it, mm. but it, there was no tension there mm. whatsoever. See, yeah. I really like the sort of like cosmic Marvel stuff, and I actually wish they'd do more of it. And I wish there was more of it in this film, like the sort of the aliens and the different planets and the you know the spaceships and all that sort of stuff. True, I do. I, I do wish there was a bit more of it. But true, but I mean to be fair, I mean the first hour of the film was so confusing because they had so much kind of alien stuff which we had mm. no context for or anything. If they did throw more of that in, you'd be like, what the absolute fuck are we watching? Or maybe they could throw more of it in and just write it better. <laughs> I mean, you make a very solid argument. That's, uh, my, that's, my, that's my argument. That's dangerous that. thinking. Yeah, there, that is. <laughs> Good writing. <laughs> Fuck off. And that's what gets you fired. <laughs> um, and then we had the post-credit scene. It's a, we don't do post-credit scenes before because it's our first Marvel film. So we sort of got the tie into um, Endgame, and you yeah. very correctly pointed out that um, Black Widow's had a haircut, and Captain America's growing the beard. Mm, yeah. And all that stuff. Um, and then we got another one with the cat hocking up the tesser <laughs> onto Nick Fury's desk. Found it. Uh, yeah. I think... Yeah. I think that scene just... That little bit just went on a little bit too long. But it's also when the cat jumped up, immediately I went, it's going to throw up the tesser. Yeah, you, yeah, you said it straight away. And, and like, then it's like going... <laughs> I mean, you can tell who the cat owner is in the building, can't you? Yeah. Oh, you have a cat as well, I guess. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Love that noise. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like the cat, you go over to said cat and it's like, oh, my owner is going to help me through this verbal. Pick up cat, throw it into cat. Yeah. You're on your own, kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, then, and then the Tesseract gets put somewhere for close to 20 years whilst they research it 
Yeah. Mm, we need apparently. a Swedish person to investigate this. Let's put it in a box until that happens. Yeah. Mm. Well, did they hide it behind a... F- I just... I remember it being behind a wall. Was it that... Was in a, is that in the 40s? It was... Uh, yeah, that was in the 40s. When it was That's when Hydra got... I got, I got when a it was in the Avengers, it was in some basement somewhere. Might have to re-watch Captain America and the first Avengers film. Yeah. Just to sort of be like, ah. That's what happened. Yeah, so, you know, typical Broken Saber star, we're going to watch the MCU in a completely fucked up order. <laughs> yeah. We're going to watch the Captains first. Yeah. And then we're going to... Um, <laughs> yeah. Then we'll watch... All the Captains. All the Captains together. And then we'll watch Avengers 2 for no reason. Yeah. Then we'll watch Dark... Uh, we'll watch the Dark World just because we're fucking sadists. Sadists. Yeah. <laughs> Masochists. 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 Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, not, well, no, say this because we're then going to inflict a podcast about it on other people. So yeah, we'll say this. Um, so that was Captain Marvel. So thank you for listening. I actually, do you know what? I thought that was great. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, well, we're going to do like final thoughts, ratings, yeah. etc. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. probably give it a three. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kind of hope not. I was gonna so say. we're going to come up with our new rating system, but unfortunately, we just forgot. Um, I'm going to give that film a five. Mm-hmm. Okay. I as soon as I as soon as we finished watching it, I thought it deserves a six because I think I don't think it's an average film. I think it's a little bit better than that. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to give it a seven. I think I think a six for me is a is a good score. A good score. It's not the worst Marvel film. I, I, do you know what? It's better than Black Panther. Yes. For me. Do you know it what? It is miles better than Black Panther. I was thinking that during yeah. it because at one point I thought, oh, at one point I thought, oh, this was the big one because this was the first Marvel film to have a purely a female superhero. Mm. And I thought it pulled it off better than Black Panther did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 do you know what? I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. yeah I just put it in my top 15 MCU films. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't I know where though. I don't know where I'd put it. I, mean, I would honestly, I would say it's it's up there. It's, yeah. it, it it's a good film. It's a good film. It's not an amazing film. Yeah, I don't think it's a piece of shit. It's no. a good film. Problem I mean, is, I would, I would probably, have said that I'd put it in my top ten, but then I know we'd start naming MCU okay. films. Yeah, we'd come up with eleven that. better ones. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would definitely put it in the top half of my kind of MCU films. Mm. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. It's for me, it's a good film. It's it's not the best. There were no. so many kind of confusing things in there. And there were so many things that I was just picking holes in saying, well, why is this even a thing? This, co- this yeah. doesn't make any sense. I, I would probably rate it... I would probably go for a five as well. I think it was kind of like, for me, middle of, ro- uh, middle of road. If it had the um, farmhouse scene much earlier and actually explained what the fuck was going on mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure there's going to be someone out there saying oh well you just don't get it well fuck you um, yeah. for one but yeah. also it actually doesn't make sense no no we fuck, don't, we don't, fuck it, you for one we don't insult the four people that listen to this we do now <laughs> no you don't I'm here okay. now man. <laughs> if I'll take the flag for this you're more than welcome to you know Fight me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, all right. So yeah, I'll, I'll pose this question to you, Bid. If you're gonna, if, Go you're, if you're gonna rate it a five, yes. What would you give Black Panther? Mm. Because I think that, I honestly think this film is miles better than Black Panther, and I, I couldn't give it. 
I thought, well, I'm only giving it a six, but BP for me would be. A I three. definitely think it's better than Black Panther, without a doubt. See, I would probably say it would be on par with Black Panther. See, I would say it would be on par with Black Panther, but I think the twist, because there was no twist in Black Panther apart from the whole. Mm. Uh, well, I can't really discuss it because we haven't reviewed it yet. But Killmonger is one of the best fleshed out villains in the MCU. Yes, that's what Black Panther's got for it. That's the, it. Uh, but on the flip side, Talos was one of the best fleshed out kind of sympathetic characters yes. in the MCU by a long shot. And if you're going to go from that point of view, then Captain Marvel would be better than Black Panther because purely because of the characterizations where I think Talos completely nailed it. Um, sorry, we're getting attacked by... Ooh, God knows where that book went. Um... <laughs> completely nailed it from the characterization side of things and it was actually better than the protagonist in yeah because that's not hard because she was so wooden for 90% the uh, scroll leader oh, okay so the farmhouse scene yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, explaining it. that was another thing that, see that was the one point of the exposition of the film didn't hit me over the head because they tried to, there was so much exposition up until that point but when they actually did that it made so much sense and yeah. I completely forgave it for it. So for for that side, I would say Marvel is better than Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But I actually do really enjoy the Black Panther film. Yeah. I mean, for me, okay. this film had lots of positives but some negatives. So positives would be the twist. I think the writing was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the CG, although it was a bit disturbing mm-hmm. to start off with, with... Uh, Nick Fury was actually fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, CG's on characters a bit sketchy. CG, but CG in general, general, yeah, general amazing. Um, I think the lack of um, the stupid quips every five seconds was a very big plus as well. Yeah, and the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was fab. Yeah, but I kind of made this joke yeah, half I mean, when we were in yeah. the film saying it's basically someone's just got a. Yeah, the, the, a pl- this is now. This is what I call. Yeah, but it was it was like Guardians. <clears throat> you know, Guardians had all that has all that eighties music. It did, but this felt like it hit me over the head a hell of a lot more. That's because they were bangers, mate. Do you know what? Do you know what? This this Sound like I said before, it felt like it was trying to be Guardians, <laughs> sort of like the music yeah. and all that. But it's the not, music was good. Yeah. I, I still enjoyed the, mm. bit of know, the tunes that came on. So What's, you can't beat it. Yeah. Um, downsides for me would be her. Yeah, and her acting. Unfortunately, yeah, the protagonist. Just certain bits which didn't make that much sense, like the fact that the kid was so obsessed with her, even though she'd been dead for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, though I would say, I found the the girl they had playing, which she was very likable. Mm-hmm. She had this thing about her which wasn't irritating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was like kind of like a bit over the top, like nice and happy, but she pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Um, she was probably one of the most chill kids I actually think about when I when I actually think about it. She's just met aliens. There's been this whole fight that's gone off, and she got told to sit outside to put headphones on, and she did it. Mm. She's a scroll. That's not. She's not a kid. I'm sorry. That's. She can't be a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's an infinity stone. Yeah. Oh, so there was one. Just, just completely going back on the end of the podcast. We're quite clearly not finished, but. One bit I quite enjoyed, I said to you two while we were watching it, was the part when, obviously, Captain Marvel was, like, on the deck. She's, like, just been knocked down or whatever. And she's going through all those memories of, like, her as a kid. And she's, like, getting up. 
yeah. like getting up again from all these different like she's at a baseball game and she's fallen over and she's getting up and there's like all the these different crash. sort of montages and shit I really enjoyed that bit I what, did what, what did you think about that so for me I liked it it was that kind of like the in the you know if something knocks you down you get back up again. yeah it exactly. was like tub thumping do you remember that song Bastard, you just nicked my joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you know what, I absolutely love that scene, but they could have, you know... You know I get knocked down. They, they miss points for not playing that song over the yeah, top yeah, of it. Yeah, but yeah. I get up again. <laughs> you drink your whiskey drink? <laughs> <laughs> that bit would have made so much sense. Especially when the six-year-old started knocking back <laughs> shots. Um, no, I do honest with you, I, I, you know, it wasn't a subtle message, but it wasn't no. in your face. But that kind of like, when someone's you know, having a go at her, and it's like, she's just got her identity. Mm. And she realises that as a person... She doesn't let shit get in her way. She gets back yeah. up yeah. and yeah. fucking gets really off it. Yeah. It made perfect sense. Mm. They did it, did that really well because yeah. she was learning who she was. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I still haven't quite figured out how rope climbing makes you a better pilot. I told you, heights. Uh, there's a slight difference. Between no, it's not. It's a well-known fact that fear of heights is like naught to twenty feet, and then twenty feet above, no difference. I, it, I, I it, disagree. It? I, I did. It's, it's well known. I disagree. I it, is, it is because I just said it on the recorded media. I, oh, well, I, I disagree with you. <coughs> Show dis- me your sources. Show me your facts. I disagree massively. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I like that. No, you're um, right. A little montage. It's kind of, but you can know what happened. It was like, right, we spent all of our money on Samuel L. Jackson's face. Yeah. How do we do military training? Well, there's a park over there that's got rope swings. Should yeah. we go there? Brilliant. All right, put a few USAF t-shirts on and go and watch her fall. <laughs> you know the bit when she's like jumping from one rope to the other and she sort of like just fucks it completely yeah. and just crashes to the floor. And I was like, dead. Hell. That should <laughs> look quite real. I thought she'd actually fallen and like killed herself. But that's the bit that made me laugh is that, you know, that I know there's kind of like, there's bullying in life and in culture, but you've got the entire academy there lying around but it's clear there would be like a sergeant or an officer there training them yeah telling them to knock it off and then she's doing it and then one of them shouted up you're gonna die yeah you can't do that where they were were in the um, (coughs) they were in like a ship or a plane or whatever and that guy's like they don't call it the cockpit for nothing (laughs) really I know, Who says that? I, I know, but then... Come was, on! I the know. same guy that calls his dick a joystick. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I think that was more kind of the uncomfortable kind of sexism of the yeah. fucking yeah. 90s kind of shit. But... 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 Yeah. But, yeah, it... <sighs> Someone once said, everything you say before the word but doesn't happen. <laughs> what was that Oh, I can't remember. That was something we watched recently. Yeah, it was, because I said it last week. Yeah. <laughs> or the other week I said it, I think. I'm my own source, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so we've got, what, five, five, six. So that's... Sixteen. Yes, I know. <laughs> was that uncomfortable pause? <laughs> so, uh, sort of average to good. I was trying to work Move. out the average out of ten. That's why I paused. F- Five. Five point three. Five and a bit. Yeah. No, it's not five point three. I don't know. Do you know what? Five point three reoccurring, of course. Just talking about it. <laughs> At least I got chicken. Just talking about it. I can't damn it. Bitch. I actually kind of want to give it more. Well, I actually did. I did enjoy it. I, I do kind of want to give it more, but I don't know. I don't know. Figures you were so not looking forward to watching. I know. It. I really wasn't, but I I I liked it. 
I did like it. It's, it's always very rare for me to be sad and see you happy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, it was like I said. Like I know I said earlier on, like oh, I wish you know it was it was better watching the the cam copy. But I think that's but, see that's the problem with the film, and that's why I give it a five is because the first hour is trash. Yeah. 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 The second hour is fantastic and up there with the best that the MCU. I, don't know. I has mean, I wouldn't offer. say the first hour is trash. I still, I did still quite enjoy the first part. I would say maybe the first, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. I think the middle really, really just sort of let it down, and the ending was fantastic. I'm looking forward to watching it again with my missus, mm. knowing the plot. Yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is just it. It's the fact that because you know what's going on, you're going to enjoy it. But the fact that nobody knew what the fuck was going on for half the film, it just made it really hard to yeah. enjoy Plus, as much. Also, I was really expecting it to be absolutely awful. So when the twist happened, I was really happy because I'm like, yeah. oh, this is so much better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, there we are. There we yeah. are. Does anybody else have anything they want to say? No, I think that's about no. it for me. No? no? Well, thank you for joining us in this very special Three Sean's episode. You're very welcome. Yeah, so this has been a Three Sean's production of The Broken Saber. And as always, I've been Tom. I've been Matt. And I've been Beard. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.